evening and welcome to this very special edition of Getting Steamy with John Panini. I, of course, am your host, John Panini, along with my good friend Ruben Sandwich. Whammy! The Canadian hot dog. Hello, everybody. And Percy Poutine. Where am I? And right off the bat, I just want to ta- I want to apologize to our fans about the, uh, the recent outburst by our sound man. Sammy Salami. Well, he really fucked up our last recording, as you can tell by this clip. As part of our new segment, Panini's Mail Pail. Panini's Mail Pail! It's been a while since I've had a, a five-way. Especially in the 80s. It's been a while. I'd say after the first 30 seconds, you're a part of this. Makes sense. So I think those are the first uh, words of a tricky Dick Nixon. So we were there, and th- I got my dick in a bag of pistachios. What? What? And she says, "Fuck sauerkraut." <laughs> Wish, Wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. We could cut ties with all the lies that you've been living in. By that, you guys can tell we will end fire our sound guy, but uh, there is pending litigation. We had really good uh, artists last last recording. Man, he made them sound like a bunch of amateur bullshit. It is, but somehow we are the defendants in the litigation. But right off the bat, what I want to get to is a letter from... Well, Johnny, did do that thing to him off, off the air. Funny you should mention that, because we just received a letter from him today, an emergency letter from Sammy Salami, in which he, uh, he talks about our recent tour stop when we were in, uh, in the Midwest, of course. So here's a letter from Sammy Salami. Dear John, it's going to be one of those letters. I was happy to be doing sound for you and Ruben on the Roadkill, America's Funny Food on the Road Tour. I want to thank you for this tremendous opportunity. I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but I have a minor complaint. That son of a bitch. (laughs) When we were in Huntsville, Alabama, their promoter refused to pay. When I relayed this information to you, John, you screamed at me and told me to, quote, do whatever it takes, end quote, to get America's funny food the money they rightfully earn. I went to speak to the promoter, and since you and Ruben only drew a crowd of three people, their promoter, whose name is Sam Venison, in case you were wondering. They say a crowd of three people? A crowd of three people. It's extremely offensive. It is offensive. I, I really don't know why he had to point that out we've, in this letter. We've had sold-out tours non-stop on this road trip. We have, but somehow, Sammy Salami had to point this out, that when he would talk to promoter Sam Venison, he refused to pay because we only drew a crowd of three people. He did not want to give us our $15 guarantee. I then went into the men's room and had to vigorously jerk him off. As my hand scaled up and down the shaft, I spat to prevent any chafing. And as he looked into my eyes and finished, I simultaneously felt shame and pride. I won't talk about when he finished. That is too painful, both for me to tell and as well for his penis to feel. I must admit that I am unsure of why I, the Sandman, was assigned the task of giving Sam Venison a passionate handjob. But I am very proud of my good work that I did to perform for the world's famous America's Funny Food. 
the world's greatest food-themed comedy duo. I feel that I'm rambling, and I don't want to step on any toes. As you are a great comic, a stylish body groomer, and a powerful man. But I do have a small complaint. The promoter has taken out billboard ads with my image on them, complete with the heading, The Sultan of Swat. I received a phone call from him in which he proclaimed that my hand job was the, quote, best spanking that his monkey had ever received, end quote. Forgive me for my use of pa passive voice, but I feel that I must explain the nickname. The billboard also has my phone number, and I have been receiving a large volume, no pun intended, of outpouring from potential clients. Again, I don't want to step on any toes over this minor inconvenience, but these calls are causing me to go over my allotted minutes on my AT&T contract, and are also detracting from my self-worth. Have a great day. Sincerely, Sammy Salami. P.S. Sorry I wasn't able to get you the $15 guarantee from the promoter. Jeez, John, how many pages is that letter? Too many. Well, anyway, right now we are stuck here in Beaconsfield, Iowa. Hey, you know what the funny thing about Iowa is, fellas? How can you tell if someone in Iowa is married? Ow, ow. The tobacco spit stains are on both sides of the pickup truck. No! <laughs> but that's my life. So now, we've, we've dealt with that legal issue. And as you can tell from both the recording and this needy fucking letter, we know why we have to fire this guy. Hey, John. Uh, what's the legal update on that case? Well, try to just do a settlement, get rid of this guy. We're gonna try and settle out of court because we got in trouble, trouble. But we're not sure what's gonna happen now. But right now, um, speaking of which, I was thinking the other day, Ruben, about the old days, about uh, about our old lives. So, I wanna I wanna hear your thoughts on that. What part of our old lives? Like back when we started the tour? Back or, when we started... Or back before? The, the old days. Well, that time I built some chicken coops, but I never finished well, putting the wire I'm, in. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, John, but um, I've been looking at the email chatter, and everyone just wants more Reuben sandwich. They I agree. Just, they find him, you know, an enigma uh, behind a microphone. Pretend the joke. And then, also... Why do state Iowa hate? Why do Iowa state grads keep their diplomas on the dashboards? I don't know why. So they can park in handicap spaces. <laughs> but anyway, back to Ruben's background. All right, I think I know the fans are getting that. So, back in the early '80s, I uh, was running through some tough times. Indian leg wrestling was at its early beginnings, and I needed some money. So me and this other guy, we'll just call him Don for this purpose, <laughs> we started this uh, club, I guess some people would call it a cult, um, and basically we convinced about 30 followers to give us all of their monies that they own, and properties and everything like that, all their assets basically. All their asses? All their asses and assets. Okay. That was the bottom line of the whole setup. So was Stone Cold involved? He was not. I okay. wish he was. Thanks for going. That was the bottom line. Thanks went smoothly until uh, me and Don had a, dis a disagreement and it kind of we started splitting our separate ways. And uh, he was trying to take over. He kind of became 
the followers, I guess we would call them, mm. started following him. Mm. So there's always a split. One day there's this big meeting that was set up, and they told me to meet them all down at the bowling alley at about eight thirty a.m. on a Saturday. So I missed the. I overslept. I missed going down the bowling alley because I was down in Coachella at the <laughs> music festival. And uh, weird thing. At Stagecoach or Coachella? At Coachella. Okay. It's where I lost my virginity. In the, um, in the porter potty, like uh, Gerard Butler? I wish it was that nice, but I don't remember where it was because I got roofied. Um, By I, Gerard Butler? Basically, I wake up, someone cut my jeans off into cut off jean shorts. I lost my cell phone, my ass, and my digital camera. And your dignity. That's right, John. And so I go show up at the Bolarama. There's nobody there. I'm pissed off because I know they lied to me. I track them down, and I show up, and all 30 of them are dead. They all committed suicide. They drank the Kool-Aid. I don't know what they drank. It was Satan's cock, but they were all dead when I got there. And that's Well, we we don't need any more litigation. And, uh, well, I don't want to talk about it anymore right now. Well, thank you for sharing that, Ruben. So right now we're going to seek into our, uh, one of our top segments, Sports Talk with the Canadian Hot Dog. But first... What does it say on the back of every Northern Iowa diploma? What? We'll work for food. Oh! Wait! Take out! <laughs> so now, Sports Talk with the Canadian Hot Dog. My apologies, there's no sports talk for this today. That is not true. God damn it, Canadian hot dog. This has been Sports Talk with the Canadian Hot Dog. Panini, Panini on the aisle. On the aisle. I recently watched this documentary entitled Jurassic World. I didn't get it. I didn't know they could bring back dinosaurs. And when I went to see it, because they advertised a lot of dinosaurs, I thought it would be like the 90s sitcom Dinosaurs. But it wasn't. So I left. Panini Panini on the aisle. aisle. So... We've been driving around the Midwest lately, and I, I couldn't help but notice that there's been a lot of traffic. So I want to do a new, um, another segment. Why should the Iowa State Cyclones change their uniforms to orange? Why? So they can play the game, direct traffic, and pick up trash without changing. And now here's Panini to go. Take out! Take it away, John! Alright, so we are here in Beaconsfield, Iowa, and I was driving down the street, and the J25 is all clear. I had a free panini sandwich on the J25, so the first listener to get there will get a free panini sandwich to go, but they will have to dig it up first. Why did the Iowa Hawkeyes (laughs) football team cross the road? Why? Because it was easier than crossing the goal line. Uh, Now here was panini to go. Dig up! (laughs) 
So now we're here with our good friend Percy Putin, an Iowa native, who has come to join the show. So Percy, you were at one of the some of the recent shows. What do you think of uh, America's Funny Food Live? It's Peter. Peter Putin. It was good. Was it Peter P- Peter Percy or P- Percy Peter or Peter Pan? My mom's name is Percy. My name is Peter. Putin. No, last name Putin. Oh. So you're part of the Putin clan? No. Yes. I love poutine. I love being a poutine. You get a lot of poutine with that name? No. Hi-yo. Only from siblings in Iowa. So what was your favorite joke you heard? That one about the marmot. When he said, Do you hear that 9 out of 10 co-eds are good looking? The other one goes to Northern Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite joke too. Thank you. Hey, John, I just want to interrupt. Um, there's an update on my uh, candidacy for uh, dog catcher in, in northern Toronto. Oh, tell us about that. You're, you're still running, oh, correct? we've been waiting I for am, that. Um, it hasn't been so good since uh, the scandal has broken out. What? Yes. Which scandal? Um, well, they heard that um, I spend most of my time in America, so they're saying I'm a, a Canadian hit- hater. And that's been really, really hurting me. They so call you a Canadian? No, they 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 say I'm a Canadian her, a hater, but is a Canadian herder. Oh, like caddy herder. Yeah, Have you ever seen Caddyshack? No. <laughs> it sounds like you're describing <laughs> the Caddyshack. No. Did you throw? Have you ever just thrown a Snickers bar in the pool? Or a Clark bar? No, I haven't, John. Wait, what's the equivalent to a Snickers in Canada? Um, a Charleston Chew. <laughs> How do you get a Hawkeyes fan to laugh at all weekend long? How? Tell them a joke Monday morning. They <laughs> <laughs> okay, got another one. one yet. Yep. Why did Iowa change their field from grass to artificial turf? Why? To keep the Hawkeyes cheerleaders from grazing on the field at halftime. <laughs> uh, I think I hooked up with one of them. So, yeah. Ruben, what's your sex life like? Well, John, I'm glad you asked. So, since you were part of the last episode we had, when we did the uh, Eiffel Tower on that one big chick down here in Iowa. That's right. I remember that. It was a good time. What'd she call herself? Big Rick. Hesse? Hesse the Big Rig. Oh, yeah. That was what it was. Big Rig. So we were down at uh, this little bar. And cool place, but random that they only had three mechanical bulls, no seats, and this dude who looked like uh, Urban Cowboy who just hung out and tried to fight everybody. Sounds about right. And then all of a sudden the smoke clears, and Hesse the Big Rig comes <laughs> out, and she's like, hey! Your two cocks are one and now. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're doing the Eiffel Tower on your out in the parking lot. Oh, level three move. Indeed, indeed. John, I wanted to ask you about um, what's happening on my leg over here. Um, I know, here, I'll let you look at it. Uh-huh. Because it is your body grooming. This is now body grooming chips. Body grooming tips with John Panini.
months since I am a garbage man. But you've been in the U.S. for the last several weeks on tour with us. That's true. I am a garbage man and an avid uh, funny foods enthusiast, mm-hmm. as well as a sports enthusiast. Um, I have... Are you a rock enthusiast, too? No. <laughs> we call him Duffy so, back home. <laughs> Here. So, so, John, since I am a garbage man back in Toronto, um, I have been working recently, and uh, in the back behind a, a toilet was a beehive, and so I did get some garbage bee stings, and it's really, it's really been chafing my, uh, I don't know. Canadian hot dog, we like to call them bumble cocks. Oh, bumble cocks. Bumble cocks. Cocks. Bumble cocks. Cocks. Oh. Because they're little cocks, and then they <laughs> just dick around and get you all stung up and leave and- their stamen on you. Anyway, those garbage bees, they really did a number on my leg. And I'm just wondering, John, do you have any tips to hide them or make them look better? Well, first things first. Wait, you need to have a better t-shirt. John, I don't want to interrupt you, but I think we need to... You need to set Canadian Hot Dog here up on some good tips so you can get the ladies. I agree. So Canadian Hot Dog, here comes your you've been here on the U.S. for a while. And you need some body grooming tips. So what I would suggest first is wet it and spread it. Exactly. You need to wet it and spread it. It's my intern talking over here. <laughs> wet it and spread it. And what you got to do is you wet it down with some bug off. Mm-hmm. But buy the off brand because the real stuff. How much deet is in that bug off? Not enough. Okay. You just wet it. You spread it. And then what you do? You walk up to the nearest America's Funny Food Groupie, and there are a lot of them. You tell them to suck the bug off before you suck the hot dog off. <laughs> John, you're always amazing. Works every Speaking time. Of, that's why it's been great that I've been America's Funny Foods tour manager for the last few months, and things have been pretty good. How'd you learn that gig? That's a good question. How'd you guys find me up in Toronto? Well, we've been friends for a long time. As uh, evidenced by our last several episodes. <laughs> so we decided to give you the gig. Thank you. Well, but actually, I am a garbage man in my part-time. You were actually referred to us for the... Although we've been friends, we got referred to you by Wayne Gretzky. Mm. Wayne's well, been a deep personal friend of mine. I helped him through his heroin addiction right after he was done with... Uh, what was he? He was, he was famous for baseball? Yep. American baseball. I think it was field hockey, but... Field hockey, okay. So, Ruben, what have you been up to? I noticed you've been having a lot of alone time on this tour once we get back with the groupies. But I noticed you, you've shunned all the groupies. So what have you been up to on uh, the last several dates? Well, I've been watching a lot of uh, Home Alone. Right now we're in the heat of June. Is it because Christmas in July is coming up? Christmas in July. That's part of it. But uh, Home Alone's just uh, one of those movies that gets me centered. So, you guys are probably wondering, why have you watched it 72 times in the last uh, five days? And uh, I've really needed this centering since I've been far away from my stash. Uh, The groupies out here, not what I'm used to. So it takes a lot more energy pushing that around. Especially with Toothless Joe. She's not good. She is not good at all. I tell you, Iowa is a funny place. Hey guys! What's the difference between Des Moines and yogurt? 
<laughs> what? Yogurt has an active living culture. <laughs> How about this one? What separates a good team from a great team? The Nebraska-Iowa border. <laughs> this about wraps up this episode of what? Getting Steamy with John Panini. I, of course, am your host, John Panini, along with my good friends, Ruben Sandwich, and the Toronto Hot Dog, Percy Poutine. Wishing you a warm and steamy evening. Stay warm and steamy. This has been your host, John Panini. Damn!